Oh, we should say happy Thanksgiving to everybody because it's Thanksgiving. Okay. Oh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody because this will be out on Thanksgiving. In a world where you only have trailers and posters to judge a movie, Jim and Ted strike out to answer the age-old question, will you see it? Mr. Ted Willett, it is episode 212 of the Trailer Junkies podcast, and how are you tonight? I am well. We are we are hitting the New York area code two twelve. New York is that an area code two one two one two two one two? I believe so. Wow, that's weird. Chicago when I grew up was three one two. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess it is the second city. Hey, <laughs> yeah. So what do you got going tonight? Beer wise or, or or just in general? Beer wise, yeah. Okay, beer. What do you got going beer wise? I guess I didn't put beer in front of what I meant to say, but. <laughs> I thought it was implied. Like, what? All I got to do is say, "What are you doing?" And you're like, "I'm drinking beer." But that's really not true. This is like my main beer drinking thing. The other, the other night, I actually had a beer. Oh, last week when we didn't have the show, I had a beer like either Thursday or Friday, and uh, and the family was like, "What's going on?" Like, you know, I will drink wine, we'll drink champagne, we'll, <laughs> we drink all kinds of stuff at dinner, you know. Right. But for me to crack a beer, it's like. Uh, you know, it's such a it's such a podcast thing. It's the apocalypse. So what do you what do you want? I got I got a lot. Well, I saw a face. You, you spun it. I saw a face. But look, remember, you had this one recently and I picked that one up. I had that one about two episodes ago, maybe one, one or two, two episodes. Of- well, Halloween. When was that? That was three weeks ago. I think two weeks ago. Well, that was our last episode. I had that one. Yeah, maybe. All right. Go with that. Let me know what you say. You think so? You think so? Yeah, go with that. Okay, okay, that's why. What, what's the what's the the woman's head? Okay, so the woman's head is grim reent. Okay, grim resident culture, and it's a cold Indian pale ale with rice, Simcoe, and motukui. Motukui? What the heck is? I don't know what motukui is. Enhanced surroundings, Dippa. Okay, and then and then I have uh, uh, so wrong it's ripe. Uh, great notions. Uh, another dipper. Hey, if that's wrong, you don't want to be right. <laughs> it's a Indian pale ale with honey. With honey, I go with the the. I'll go with the the one that you had a couple weeks ago. It's still it's still close enough to Halloween. You could... the Moonraker, Moonraker. Yeah, the Moonraker. It's still the one. And look, the Moonraker. You didn't even say that the Moonraker. The two O's in Moonraker are red balloons, like uh, like an it. Well, I never saw it. So that's probably where the clown comes from. That's why. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> no, we were talking Moonraker. We were talking James Bond, I remember. Right. All right. What do you have? All right. Well, I have uh, Biggie's Bon Bon Bonanza. Oh, look at that. So it's an imperial stout with cacao, vanilla, Chocolate. and milk sugar at, coming in at 10%. Ah, well, you picked my beer, so. And I forget. What is that? Six and a half? No, this is eight and a half. Eight and a half? I believe. Eight and a half, yeah. Okay, eight and a half. But yeah, this is a 10, so I'm sure it's probably going to be... Oh, listen to that. Oh, it's beautiful. Looks beautiful, too. The ASMR. Oh, my God, I'm going (laughs) to overflow it. Oh, boy. Drink that head. That's what she said. (laughs) Okay. So, Ted... Cheers. Oh, that looks good. Yeah, mine, uh, I have a really uh, stout pour. <laughs> yeah. 
Ah, so crisp and light. We didn't record last week because uh, the in-laws were here Friday to help us get ready for Mike's eighth birthday birthday. on Saturday. Uh Uh-huh. And, you know, we had a bounce house and pizza, popcorn machine and stuff. And, yeah, it was a fun party. Uh, Not as many people as we anticipated. You know, it's RSVPs just don't happen, so you never know who's going to show. Right. But we probably had, you know, adults and kids. We probably had 15-ish, maybe. It wasn't It wasn't big. He invited his buddies from school, and uh, we had a pinata and stuff. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it was mostly just kids from his class and such that that showed up so it was it was fun you know and do you, do you have the kids do the kids at that age oh god like i've forgotten it's only five years ago for me but i seem to remember that with the pinatas that you need like multiple parents there like as the kids get excited and they get closer and closer to oh the, my the god swinging dude. The pinata. dude like we had to put a row of chairs up <laughs> Do not cross the chairs and like, and I'm like, stand over there because I have the rope, right? Right, right, right. On, on the branch. I'm like, stand over there and swing. And every one of them wants to like come at me with the stick. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, what are you guys doing, man? Like, you know, and I'm, I'm dodging swings and, and the other kids are like running in, in the way. And, they're, yeah. and it's like the, the, the stick is like just missing their heads. I'm just yeah. like, oh my God, it was. Yeah, you nailed it, man. I I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why there hasn't been like a horror movie spoof where it's like a pinata store. And it's like, it's like the purge, the purge pinata. It's like, oh, well, and then they they bash the pinata. Candy goes flying. Right. The, so I let go of the thing so they could just get the candy. Yeah. Oh, no. They just they're like stomping it's like that scene in <laughs> office space when they're stomping on the copier and like beating the hell out of the cop like candy's on the ground and they're just like whoa like gangster style on the pinata <laughs> just like what gotta, are these guys put, doing you gotta put that the, the rap song behind it or something. <laughs> it was i know That's it, awesome it, it was like yeah it was just yeah, gangster style. Like it was like a, a jump in or whatever they call that, you know? <laughs> yeah, so that was a fun party and everything. And we had, like I said, we had the in laws here and stuff. And uh, the boys had their first trimester awards. Okay. Uh, you know, all the fun stuff that they get there. And um, Tim got it for ukulele and Mike oh, got nice. it for visual arts. <laughs> and then, you know, the typical, like, they. The goose, the blue goose. Oh, the blue goose, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they they met, you know, they meet their like reading and math goals and all that stuff. So that was good. Right. Right. And then I'm off the next week for Thanksgiving. So that's always a good, you know, a good break to have. And man, every year the school year goes faster and faster and faster and faster. It's just amazing. Like, I always feel like. By the time May comes around, I always say, like, it should be October. Right. That's how fast it is. I mean, we're already <laughs> at it. We're, we're pushing December here in like a couple weeks. Right. Not not even next week. No, you're right. Couple weeks. I, yeah, it's just the, insane, Thanksgiving, though. Thanksgiving's might as well be skipped because it's so it moves so fast. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Like every year we start off. It's Halloween, Mike's birthday, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year, Tim's birthday, and then we could breathe. <laughs> well, your and your your birthday's right after that, right? Well, yeah, mid March, but I'm yeah. talking like the stuff we actually have to do stuff for. <laughs> like you don't have to do anything for me. I couldn't care less at this point, you know. But 
But yeah, so how's your beer, man? How's your beer? My beer is amazing. It's it's uh, good, isn't it? It's crisp. It's light for eight point five. It's very very nice. You know, it's citrusy. It has a definite citrus feel to it, right? Which which helps it stay light. But you know, this weather, I've been I've been drinking a lot of stouts and those heavy like that camp house that campground that you had last week. Oh yeah, that thing was like pure booze. It was like 14%. Yeah. I, I split a four pack with Frank. So he took a couple or he took one or two up to you. And and I'm just like, uh, I think it's a little too heavy for me. So I'm glad to be taking a break back down to these nice. Uh, what is it? This is a IIPA, right? This is an Imperial Indian Pale Ale, I think it says. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. So, well, no. Well, Imperial is the same as a double. Double. Yeah. Yeah. So last week, you know, like you mentioned, we had that campgrounds at 14 percent so we're sitting there and and i think one of them was like eight percent one of them's like 14 percent yeah we already had a few beers we had a bottle of wine with dinner yeah that's the one the the beer geek that's the other yeah. one right yeah the beer. beer geek beer geek breakfast yeah and that was good too but so of course it's like we're already like in the bag you know so was frank too? i'm like hey frank go grab one of those beers how about this one i said oh man i saw that's 14 percent you're complaining <laughs> I'm just like, no, I guess if you want a 14, man, we were just, it was, it was over after that. You know, I'm just like, what yeah. is this guy doing to me? You know, but no, it was so nice. Cause I don't know. Did I, did I tell you how we, we split it up? Like, you know, we got, we got the two four packs and he was like, I'll take, I'll take two and two. Cause I wanted singles at the new place and they don't sell singles yet at the new, at the, at the depot. Oh, right. Yeah. And he wanted to split it with me and Clarissa. So he got enough to split, and, <laughs> you know, two 16 ounces fills three yeah. beers. Yeah, no, yeah, it was good. Amazing. It was good. So, uh, yeah, Clarissa enjoyed it. And so the three of us had some, had some good beer last week. So thank you. And where did yeah. you get these? Did you get these at the old Valley Bev or not Valley so Bev? What's it called? Um, um, uh, handy market handy market no what's the old one? Oh, the new one oh, shoot what is the new one called what was it what was it it used to be called wine liquor depot it was called the wine and liquor depot depot and now it's called something spirits all that <laughs> vintage spirits vintage spirits yeah that's right or no vin- yeah right vintage like yeah like vintage year like a vintage spirits yes well good yeah so this one um Milk sugar. I mean, they uh-huh. may as well just made it with milk. I mean, it's like super <laughs> like frothy and creamy and right. thick on the mouth feel. Like real heavy on the mouth, like super full bodied. The chocolate and the cacao nibs and all that stuff just like blasts through. You don't even know it's a ten percent or this thing right. is dangerous, you know. It's <laughs> It's super good. It's it's super bon bon. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's chocolatey going in, it's chocolatey going down. <laughs> it's not bitter. It's like super creamy and smooth. It's almost like slight milk chocolate. Okay. Slight dark chocolate. It's like a blend. If you if you melted dark and milk chocolate together, you would have this. So it's like a sixty percent dark because it's because that's because that's very close to that sweet sweet uh, milk chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, like the semi sweet sort of a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's how it is awesome. because it is kind of semi sweet that way. Like yeah. you know, sugary sort of you know. But no, it's very good. I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm I'm enjoying it. All right, man. So how about you? How was your week? 
Well, I've had a couple of weeks here, so we did... Uh, oh, have we talked about the new television? No, but we have... Uh, I've seen pictures, and you're sending me 4K <laughs> video through text. I know. I doesn't translate like, well. It does not translate. But <laughs> but here, since since Anne doesn't listen, I'll tell you the little secret. And you kind of... You, you put me on blast, but that's okay. Go ahead. No, really quick. So a couple weeks ago, we made mention that you were paying for the 4K Netflix. This is, yes, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. And I'm like, Ted, but you don't have a 4K TV. And <laughs> you've been paying all this time. So I sent you a screenshot of my, like, bill or whatever, yeah. 1080p, or it's like whatever they call it, high def or whatever. Yeah. And I said, yeah, here's the $15 one. You're paying 20 You don't even have 4K. Right. Next day, guy's coming back with a 4K <laughs> television. Like, he, that's how he solves his problem. Not, not the next day, but I did go on to the Netflix site. And I was looking around at, I was at work and I was doing work and I was like, let me check the Netflix site. So I went on the Netflix site and I, I logged in and I tried to find where I could change that. And then I didn't, <laughs> I didn't go back to it. So then that weekend, uh, the family or solve all your problems with an upgrade. That's all you got to do. There you go. I mean, I'm looking at the TV right now because it, it, the TV got demoted down to the guest house, the main TV. It's been our TV since before Audrey was born. Wow. Like the last time we had a, a, a TV change in that, in the, our main. You had a CRT. No, no. It's it's oh. flat panel, but a flat panel from. No, I mean, but the, the, the TV before that one you had was a CRT oh. probably. No, the one we had before that was the rear projection. Oh, okay. Okay. So I had, I had a 50, I had a 53 inch rear projection. Wow. That was like a cabinet, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a big box. <laughs> yeah, it's a big box. It rolls around on its on its own. You know, it's on the it's a floor floor model. <laughs> rolls uh, around. It's autonomous. It just rolls <laughs> yeah, around. It just rolls around. <laughs> but I was Sony the whole time. So I was Sony with the 53-inch rear projection. I was Sony Bravia 17 years ago when I had the the for one of the first flat panel Bravias. For like five grand, right? Yeah, it was like three, three and a half, I or think. whatever. We right. we had to roll it into the the home renovations. <laughs> and it's like I'll get you a TV, and we'll roll it into like the into the, the loan home, or whatever the home equity line of credit. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, but but I was like, but it's forty inches, and then I was then that's what we had when we first got married too. Same thing, Sony Bravia, <laughs> forty inches, right? So we're so Anne was like, well, you got to get a Sony. So we stay with the quality or whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, they're all pretty good right now, you know, uh, you know, and with that, I don't even know if I mean, so I mean, obviously, Sony's are good, but like, you know, whatever, it doesn't even matter. Panasonic, mm -hmm. Samsung, you know, like they're all, they're all good. We went with LG and we went with the. You know, it has the NVIDIA card in it. So it has like the gamers gamers card in it. You know, it has uh, whatever the refresh rates like 3600 or something. Ridiculous. Whatever, whatever, that, yeah. whatever the crazy refresh rate is. And uh, the OLED, man, is is kind of crazy because you look at it and you want to see you, you, know, you want to get close and see the pixels. But when you when you have a degraded, why do you want to get close and see pixels? I don't know. I mean, you don't want to, but it's new, and you're kind of like you're trying to see it or you're trying to figure out what's going on. Oh, I oh I got you. Yeah, the nerd in you is trying to do that, right? And you know, like 
you know, when you had CRTs back in the day, it was cool to see the 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 three the tri the three colors, yeah. the three colors in each pixel, and you could physically see it, you know, right. Um, but here in the OLED, it actually like turns it into like cartoon cartoonish a little bit, you know, like sometimes in the in the fast moving, like the sports or something that you you watch and you see like if there's two colors that are next to each other, they're high contrast. It just draws a very hard line between it. And it almost looks like, you know, like like crayons next to each other. You know, it's like a very, very sharp edges on everything. So it's 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 great. It's a great. And we and we now match you and I the same size, right? We're 65 inches. You said you said you. Well, you know, I'm not uh, <laughs> preparing, you know, but yeah, hey. I thought you had 70 inches. No, it's 65. I wish I had 70. <laughs> so does Clarissa. But, but no, 65 is what we have. You know, the funny thing is like Anne's there complaining about the size of a TV. And I can say with certainty you can like anytime you're if you're like i don't know should we get the smaller the bigger <laughs> always go larger you can never have a big enough television i've learned that yeah not saying 65 small i'm just saying though it's like if you were like i don't know the 85 or the 60 dude, go 85 why would right. you why why not and i think for me it was like I was happy with 65. It was going to fit nicely in the little in the space above the fireplace that we had for. Yeah, it. fits perfect. And and then and then within the range of the 65 within those models there's like three big price breaks. What's what was the difference? It's like there's like a $500 one, there's like a thousand $1000 one and a $1500 one. Is the, so a 65 the top end 65 OLED is 1500 bucks? No, not the top top end. There's, I guess there's one that's like four grand. Okay, sure. It's not a reference series. <laughs> right, exactly. But I'm saying though, but like a nice high-end yeah. OLED is 1500 bucks. Yeah. What? That's like free. Right now at Costco, like I got to go back next week and get a price adjustment. They, they knock another $100 off of that. So so I'm going to get the 100 bucks off. That's insane that you could get a TV <laughs> for like five, $65 at $500? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I maybe that was a 60 for 500. Oh, oh, oh. Well. <laughs> but but I, so the two models that I was looking at was the 65 at 1000 and 65 at 1500. Okay. And it was and the difference was the the video card. And video yeah, right, the Nvidia card. You know, and it was like one without Nvidia, one with, and the refresh rate was like half half the refresh rate of, of what I got. I always look at it like this, though. You know, it's just for $500, I would assume. I mean, you kept this one 17 years. This is what this is. That's my theory. In my in my head, I'm like, all right. I hate. Well, I call it like price per use PPU. Right, right. But like if you think about a television, it's not really price per use, but it's like price over time. Yes, yes. And, you know, if you amortize it. Yeah, you amortize over 17 years. Like, OK, so you're spending like 60 bucks a year to watch TV or something. You know, it's like nothing. Right, right. Yeah. And and now it's half that price, right? <laughs> we started over and it's half the price and we'll see how, how much how much we use we get out of this one. But man, you pull it out and it's soup. It's so thin. Right. You know, it's got it's got it's got a little bit of a computer on the lower half of it or lower third of it. But the whole top is like so thin. It's like 
less it's uh, under half an inch probably a quarter of an inch thick wow on the top half and i'm just like it's so fragile so it's, was it it's not very heavy it's it's pretty heavy it's get it's beefy down in the this the, the the lower half of it gotcha uh but we were able to mount it like where the power supply is and all that power supply all the cards all this now were you able to mount it to your old mount or did you have yeah. to get a new mount no the mount was was pretty uh, it was a little flexible, so I just had to measure it up, line it all up, and then <laughs> we put it up on the wall. And I put it up there, and I was like, "Oh, look, it looks great!" And they're like, "It's not centered." And luckily, the you know the mount has sliders on it and stuff like that. So I just I just tweaked one one screw, slid it over three inches, and then and then tightened it tightened it down. So what, like you and Audrey lifted it up there or something? Uh, Bryce and I did that, and then I, you and Bryce, and then Ann held it in place while I was screwing it in. So. So, yeah, so it was a whole family affair. Cool. Yeah. So what was the first move? Let me guess. Rogue One. Rogue One, for sure. (laughs) But I had audio. So I had audio issues. I have my Polk. Not my Polk. um, I have Bose. I have a. No, it's like I forget. It's it's like it's a U.S. It's kind of like Polk audio, but it's something else. But your surround sound for the seven. Yeah. Seven point one. And I'm just like, uh, it it takes it's hard to do because of the arc. You know, it has that HDMI arc, so you have to go to the TV and back. Okay. So there's a sync issue. Like are the are are the mouths off like a split second? The mouth is off a little bit. And it's funny, it goes service by service. Like Amazon Prime and Hulu are worse. Disney Plus is better. You know what I mean? What's your preamp? What's your preamp processor? You should be able to fix it in there with a delay. Yeah. So I've done both and I'm trying. I It's just a tweak thing. There, there's something you can do. There, you could do it at three different places. You could do it at the Amazon Prime box, the OTT box. Ah. You could do it on the television or you could do it on the receiver. So <laughs> so I'm, pl- I'm messing with all three of those. Yeah. Making it worse each t- each iteration. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> as I need to like reset everything to factory and then and then exactly and then do it like methodically (laughs) go through it all otherwise you're chasing yourself the whole time (laughs) I know I hate doing that stuff Uh, it takes like forever sometimes and then right you know and anytime there's a 50 50 you always choose the wrong way to go (laughs) right it's like oh I got one or the other what should I do oh that just made it worse and then and then Anne was watching a musical the other day she was watching spirited um, with uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh, what's his name? Oh yeah, we covered that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so she was watching that, and and I, you know, she was she was home alone, and I had to take the kids to a bunch of different things. So I was already at work, so I was just like, I'll just take these kids to their to their events this evening. You can you can chill. But she was she was home alone, missing me, and I was missing her. And so she was like, I'm gonna watch a musical. So I got home, and you know, it's so many so, so many songs in this musical, and she's still playing like the end of it. And I'm like, oh, the 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 mouths are so bad, and the you know the sync is so off on this, right? And she was like, yeah, I just don't look. <laughs> And I'm like, well, that's the whole point of a TV is to look at it. You got to look at the television. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Um, I've never really had an issue, but, you know, we have a Marantz uh, pre-pro preamp processor. And uh, 
I don't know. It just does it. I don't know how it knows or how it does it. I've never done any. Se- I mean, I balanced the speakers in the room. So, you know, because they have like that Odyssey like speaker setup where, you know, it measures the distances. It does all that stuff. So you have the proper surround sound and everything. But as far as like syncing with the the picture and stuff, I don't it just does it. I don't know mm-hmm. how it how it knows. Yeah. Unless it's just one of those things like it like. I got lucky with it. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'll still yeah. uh, I have to tweak some more, but we'll we'll keep. You'll tweaking. get it. You'll yeah. you'll get it. <laughs> All right, man. So we have one trailer this week. Yes, sir. And it is senior. Senior. So this is cool because for decades I've always wondered who Robert Downey Senior was. Uh huh. So I guess we're gonna find out. I know, right? And it's kind of it feels like it's an interesting story. Like it does. It does. It feels like he's this and it feels like it has a a visual purpose. Like he he was like this avant garde filmmaker, right? They kind of they kind of dive into it in the in the trailer here. The trailer gives a lot of juicy kind of pieces that 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 you can piece together and it shows you this different side of a different guy you know a guy who's who's been through a lot in front of the public you know robert Downey jr has had his ups and downs and crawling in people's beds all coked out (laughs) yeah i mean (laughs) oh my god so i will tell you i won i won uh instagram one day last week with with my daughter so audrey audrey you know she she like you know i i she's she, you know some people like have a audience of one like like the main reason i put stuff in my story is to try to entertain my daughter <laughs> so it's kind of fun i found this story that said one uh this this bear found a, a pile of cocaine and a bear dies from eating 65 pounds of cocaine <laughs> What? <laughs> so this bear ate 65 pounds of cocaine and died, right? Like a real bear? Like a real bear. Like, he, okay. like somebody had it in their cabin and he like found it and ate it and died. And so I posted that to my fa- uh, I posted that to my uh Instagram story and underneath I said or what I called Tuesday, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and 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 Audrey liked it and laughed it, and she she commented on it. So I was like, "Yes, I scored a joke with my daughter." There you go, man. Small victories, <laughs> and it was about me. It was about me and cocaine in 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 high school. Wait, she's in high school. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> no, that that'll never but backfire. Don't worry. I remember though. You know, this is what is it like late 80s or something i mean this yeah. guy's been a train wreck for so long mug shots like that mug shot was forever <laughs> like people yeah. still people still have him people still have like t-shirts with his mug shot on it and they make him sign it or they ask him to sign it and he signs it happily because he made it out of the jungle he made it out of the forest he, he, he survived cleared. right he survived and i remember when iron man came out like what was that 0708 or something yeah and i remember thinking to myself Oh my God, this dude, they, someone actually hired him for a movie, (laughs) you know, and like he redeemed himself. Yeah. So, you know, I guess everybody deserves a second chance, right? Yeah. No, he did it. I mean, he, he, no, you're right. Exactly. He, he righted the ship. He grew up, he grew out of it and he, and he scored big, like he scored massive. Oh yeah, indeed. And this is interesting. I mean, everyone has issues with their parents and i think as 
parents ourselves, as you and I are their fathers, like all we can do is try to do better than what our fathers did with us and, and just move on from there. So these kinds of stories, like I think that Netflix, so Netflix has done a lot of things, right? They flood the zone. <laughs> they bought a lot of stuff. They produce stuff. They paid top dollar to get creators in, produce things. And it kind of just flooded their their streaming service with all kinds of content. And you and I have talked about it a lot. Like, I think that there's a brand equity in Netflix documentaries. And I think I think they have this beyond niche, they have this quality of documentary that is is very high, you know, like all the all the untolds are amazing. Oh yeah, they're and, fantastic. And I'm very and I'm very hopeful that this is in that same caliber with something as as interesting as, you know, the the not perfect relationship between father and son. You know what I mean? And I think and I think that uh, the fact that he's all choked up at the end and he's kind of like coming to terms with the fact that, you know, at times he was a great father, at times he wasn't a great father, at times I was, was a shitty son, and you know, at times I was a shitty person. And then, you know, they both have come to terms with it. So that's interesting to me, I think. And I think there's a way to weave this story that makes sense. And, and I think, uh, he, you know, both of these men are filmmakers in their own right. So it's going to be an interesting thing to watch. And I think there's there's nothing that's going to keep me from from seeing this. And it, it's probably it's out soon, right? I think. Yeah, I don't know the release date, but you're right, though. It is it is out soon. And uh, I agree with you. I mean, I'm going to watch it. And I always had a good relationship with my with my dad and everything. And, but he was, you know, he had his own demons he had to deal with. And in 2006, took his life and everything. No, 2005, I'm sorry, took his life and everything. And, you know, it's just you have to deal with that kind of stuff. But knowing who he was and and his mental illness and everything, you just kind of deal with it. And, you know, you move on and it just is what it is. But, yeah, it's it's like from the son's perspective and from the father's perspective, now both of us can watch this documentary and we, we can see it through both lenses essentially though we're not the age of the father with the son necessarily like we're not as the age of the father with our kids being that old but we're the son of the parents that old and such you know what i mean and we haven't seen the full spectrum of the father-son relationship at the various ages but we ha- we don't have we don't have children in there 40s and 50s in their 40s and 50s exactly exactly but you know being children at our ages and having kids who are coming up and stuff i mean we could we, we could get it and speculate so yeah you know it's one of those documentaries i think and i like the black and white right you know i think that sets a good tone i i assume it's going to be black and white in color i mean there there seems to be color in there as well but mm-hmm. and then looking at the you know, like you said, he's an avant-garde director and you're going to see a lot of his probably movie clips. Right. Good, bad or indifferent, whatever those were. But, you know, and growing up, I always well, not just growing up like in the 80s but or 90s, but also even in recent times, I was always wondering who Robert Downey Sr. was and why that was significant to have the junior after your name and so on. And so, like I said, now we'll find out who. So that'll be. Yeah. I think it's going to be a a good heartfelt story. And I think 
the other thing I'm I'm curious about too is when you see people, you know, Tony Stark, right? Right. And he's in all these movies and, you know, I mean, the dude's making money hand over fist with all the Marvel stuff. Right. But yet he's going to bring out his his genuine like son emotions and it's going to be heartfelt and it's not just about like he's not just a faceless actor on the screen let me in a faceless but like a nameless actor on the screen i mean he is right. a human being behind that he has a lot of money i'm sure the guy wants for nothing as far as material items right exactly exactly but yet he still has that genuine uh father-son emotion that that lingers deep in there you know right so i don't know i think it'll be cool yeah I'm I'm definitely excited about it. It comes out December second. That's a couple weeks. So next, yeah, a couple weeks. I always say next week because I just think of next week, the Thanksgiving Thanksgiving week. It depends <laughs> on the year because it's always it's the third Thursday. So it depends on where the Thursday lands. Sometimes it's closer to December. Sometimes not. This year it's a little bit earlier. Yeah. So I yeah I'm definitely all over this one. Um, I, did you ever did you even did you even think when you were having your kids about naming them Jim Junior? Did it cross your mind? I mean, it might have passed my mind to see what that would be like. Like, gosh, I named my kid, and then it was like about one second later, I'm like, no, I'll let them have their own identity. <laughs> And that and that's my thing, right? Like, gee, what is that? Ba- is that baggage? And like, does that cause baggage? Yeah. And then, and then you have like George Foreman, right? Didn't he name all his kids, all his George? kids George? Yeah. <laughs> it's <just> so ridiculous. Like, <laughs> hilarious. I don't know. No, I just felt they need their own identity and to be their own person and not have my name. Like what we did, you know, my dad was Martin James and I'm James Martin. Okay. And then. Tim is Timothy Martin, and then Clarissa's dad is Franklin. So Mike, so Mikey is Michael Franklin. So I mean, I think okay. I think having namesakes is cool. Yeah, but a play on how the names work, I think, is what's fun. Not necessarily the exact same name. Okay, all right, that's interesting. I I like that. I like that because we were when we were naming our kids, we we actually had all boy names ready for Audrey before Audrey was born, and we didn't know the sex. Uh, so we just said, well, we had all these names ready and we were pretty sure it was going to be a boy. <laughs> and then, of course, like a week out or a week before she's born, Anne's like, let's get a girl name just in case. And I'm like, all right, we'll get a girl name just in case. And good thing. And <laughs> and we did. We named. Otherwise, she'd have been called Bob. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had Xavier and Maximilian were the were the with the two qualifiers. Maximilian Willett. So how did Bryce come along? Why didn't you name him Maximilian? I know, right? So when when we were pregnant with Bryce, when I was pregnant with Bryce, we're like, do we go back to the names? And we're like, no, no, those are Audrey's names. And you know what I mean? Like, let's go back to the drawing board. And uh and I was in I was in a meeting for one of the fairy uh, one of the Tinkerbell movies. I think the original Tinkerbell movie. Okay. And I get a text from Anne and she's like Bryce, and I'm like, ah, oh, perfect. And I smile, and people <laughs> in the room, and they're like, what's going on? And you know, every, everybody's cool. I was like, I think we just came up with the name for my my our son. At least you weren't on the top of Mount Everest and uh, know, naming right? your kid as you're dying. To die. and dying. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> like that story. Oh, that's so heartbreaking. I know, I know. Um, but yeah, so, but yeah, we didn't we didn't go for names i was like 
you know, in and I and everybody in in Anne's side of the family, they do that. They do all the namesakes. So is that how Indians do it, or is that just how her family does it? No, I think so. Indians or Hindu people have a thing where they open the book, and when you open the book, there's a name in the book, and. I don't know exactly. I was like, uh, can we just not do that opening the book thing? I don't, I don't Open understand it book? fully. I don't know exactly. The oh, book oh, of names, okay. The book of names of the family or something. <laughs> but within three generations, you got a lot of people with the same names. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> so there's there's a lot of people with the same names and there's a lot of little this and, old, you know, old that. And you know what I mean? So I was like, no, let's keep their names out of the the line of of that and i won't name them after my family i have no attachment to my my family so but you but you guys did do uh indian middle names though right yeah we did the bryce bashkara and uh, audrey aria so yes we did have yeah. indian names but they're indian names that we picked ourselves like ann and her friend picked audrey's middle name and uh and i actually went to I went to a book of math. Uh, there's a math book that I really liked, uh, the the Divine Proportion book, and uh, one of the great mathematicians. Hold on, hold on. Let me get this down. Ted likes math books. <laughs> <laughs> Just you know, math nonfiction, of course. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I went in there and I was like, "Ooh, Bashkara the Second was one of the greatest mathematicians of, ah, of of ancient times." There you go. So I said, "Let me name Bryce after a mathematician and just just saddle him with with that for the rest of his life." <laughs> like, Bryce, you're supposed to be good at math. Why do you have a D? <laughs> <sighs> but, you know, that's what we do. So really quick, I did want to bring up a, a little news story. I mean, by the okay. time this comes out, it's going to be a week old. I think it broke yesterday or something or day before. But so Hasbro, we covered Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh, yes. In episode 201. Right. So it's it was supposed to come out in March. Now they pushed it back to April. And in the meantime, it's their first blockbuster movie and they're selling off their movie studio. <laughs> So I guess Hasbro's like they went all in on like Magic the Gathering cards or something with their Wizards of the Coast brand. <laughs> and I guess they're tanking all over the place. Uh, and it, yeah, I mean, it's like Hasbro, Twitter, they're all tanking. <laughs> but yeah, can you imagine, though, you're about to release your first blockbuster movie for the summer. Not only are you coming, or maybe the spring, but not only are you coming out a month later than you said, but you're selling off the studio. Like, what is that? Uh, so Hasbro is selling their studio. Yeah, they they did the their first D&D movie, first Dungeons & Dragons movie, and uh, before it even gets released, they're selling off. When you say selling, who are they selling? Do we know who they're selling to? I, I'm, I, haven't, I didn't. No, I, I think it's for sale. I don't think it's been purchased. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, like I think they're trying to offload it because they're in money troubles. Yeah, well, who's not in money troubles right now? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's just like a crazy sign of the times when, right. you know, like you just broke into the industry doing something big and you're before you even release your movie, you're getting out of the game. Well, I mean, they have the, all the Transformer movies, right? They have the Transformer movies and they have oh, the G.I. Joe movies. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Hasbro, you're right about that. Yeah. Okay, I take that back. It's not their first. They had that one great movie, Battleship. I don't know if you remember that movie. 
<laughs> I do. It was terrible. It was so bad. <laughs> terrible. But but yeah. So I wonder if you. I wonder if they own the rights to the Transformers, or if they just co-produced, and who has those rights? I think their parent. I think their parent. Their Paramount movies, but Hasbro also produced them. Yeah, they had they had skin in the game, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But but yeah, this is this is crazy. Like I, I this is a crazy time in the media industry. We we are we are seeing a lot of di- divergence. Like, you know, they're they're actually divesting. Their HBO Max is is splitting up all their stuff and shelving things for for rights and and uh and not producing stuff and yeah, the discovery that purchase was crazy. And now Everybody's doing it like well, like we talked the other week. Amazon acquires MGM, puts everything, right. all the bonds up for two weeks, and then pulls them. It's like, and then gone. what are they doing? I don't know. I, I think I think we have a. There's a lot of lot to to come from that, and we'll 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 see a lot of change in the next you know year. Yeah, as this downturn in the market shakes out. And, you know, be, before the next upswing, because, you know, the market goes up, it goes down, right. goes up again. <laughs> I think as it as it starts swinging up, all of the the stuff is going to kind of like shake out in the wash and then we'll see where everybody lands and who merges with who, who divests what. And I mean, hopefully it plays out OK for the, the viewer and the subscriber. Right. But we're seeing even things where like Netflix is going to an ad supported model and everything. I mean, like right. who on earth is going to. Well, I mean, I guess people do, but I don't like that. People do. But I think if you have enough uh, enough content, I, I don't know. It, it, it's a question of I guess it's a, just a question of. Like, where do you put your dollars? Like, what's your pain threshold? Yeah. And, and, and then for, for you, do you have the bundle? Do you have, what, what, do you have any bundles? I have no bundles. No. So you're talking about the Disney bundle and stuff? The Disney bundle? No, yeah. we don't Disney, have Hulu, that. ESPN. Matter of fact, I just had to update my payment method because we got Disney plus for three years and my yeah. credit card expired. So I had to put a new one in. And I told Tim, I said, oh, you know, I got to put in uh, for Disney Plus. I said, you guys watch it a lot? <laughs> or no, I, I said, I said, you guys, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not sure how much you guys watch it, but I was thinking maybe canceling. <laughs> and all of a sudden his, his bottom lip starts quivering. Right. I'm like, well, do you guys watch it? He's like, but, 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 but Star Wars and, and, and Diary of a Whippy Kid. <laughs> I'm like, all right, we'll keep it. He's like, oh, I thought you were gonna cancel, but his whole lip was quivering and stuff. It was- so crazy. It's like when it's like when the the news story popped up on the on the radio or the podcast I was listening on, where Netflix was going ad supported. Audrey turned to me in the car and was like, "We are not doing ads on Netflix." I was like, <laughs> "What are you? Why do you have any say in this? <laughs> Where's your job paid for the bill? <laughs> I'll send her the bill and I'll share her account. That's it. All right, man. So what are you? watching um we just finished the librarians on hulu the librarians the librarians a a short-lived well short-lived four four seasons so you know four seasons. Get out. yeah four seasons what like transfer it, it was the big was the big scandal going from the dewey decimal system to the computer-based <laughs> system i mean what what the heck 
So this is a Noah Wiley uh, starring uh, vehicle. It was actually a, a couple of movies that Noah Wiley from ER did with uh, Rebecca Romaine. Well, he didn't do the the movies with Rebecca Romaine, but he did, the series is with Rebecca Romaine, uh, and it basically follows a couple of librarians that are brought together. And Anne was the one who started this because she loves this kind of stuff. Oh, totally. But it's just, it's this campy kind of adventures that run through time and space. And they basically have artifacts that they find all over the world that are magical. And then you have to solve the the crimes that are surrounding these artifacts. Um, so it's a fun, it's a fun, campy romp around the globe. Um, and it's okay. not, it, it doesn't take itself too seriously, which we loved. And it was great training fodder to to get on a treadmill and to, to kind of check out your brain a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. You know? I know what you mean. And, uh, and you kind of figure out the formula. And I was like, Ann, did you ever read Encyclopedia Brown? Because this is like Encyclopedia Brown. You know what I mean? <laughs> they very clearly set you up with what you need to know <laughs> to solve the, the, the crime. And then you feel really good because, you know, you solve it halfway through and then they, they, they get to it eventually. Yeah. Oh, man. Are these episodic or does it carry through? So it's interesting. <laughs> so I was like, Ann, is there going to be a fifth season? Is there going to? So like while we're watching it. So we watch part of it on the train or we watch part of it while we're on the treadmill and, and her elliptical. And then we watch part of it at night after the kids go to sleep. And while we're lay, sitting on the sofa and stuff, I'm like, so is it going to be a fifth season? Is it, you know, what, how long does this thing run? <laughs> so she started reading about the seasons and the seasons are funny because they go, they kind of follow a legacy kind of thing or uh, an, a bigger arc where the arc of one season, either the second or third season, was more about like one mystery over the whole season. And then the final season, the, the third and the fourth season, so maybe it was the second season, it was like that. The third and fourth season are episodic, like straight up. Like each episode has an artifact, a criminal, <laughs> and a mob looking to to descend on these uh, librarians. And how many episodes? Like 13 or something? Yeah, I think, yeah, 10 episodes. Uh, okay, so it's not episodes. like... It's, yeah, Way it's like long. a T. It's a TNT original. Um, okay, and, it, and it's and it's on Hulu right now. So it's 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 fun. We had we did it. We did it. We we powered through that. So now we're looking for our next thing to watch together. Um, and then tonight we watched Disenchanted. So I, I think it's a haven't heard of that. It's a high recommend. Um, it's the it's the sequel to Enchanted, which is the old Amy Adams Disney movie. Yeah, where, yeah. Where she's a princess, and right. This is this picks up right after that, and it kind of uh, plays it in reverse, and it plays on so many of the princess movies through Disney's princess um, lineage. So it's it's really fun, and you can see a lot of Easter eggs throughout that. Um, did not score really great with critics, but you know, fun, fun family fair for good for Thanksgiving. Good for Thanksgiving. How about you? What are you watching? Cool. Yeah. So we're about halfway through the watcher. Okay. So you've seen that or no, I, it's scary, right? Uh, creepy. Okay. Yeah. So it's not scary. I mean, like it's just, yeah, it's just creepy is all supposedly <laughs> a true story. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to give anything away, but I mean, I would. I, I I'm enjoying it so far. Right. You know, I know Clarissa's. You know, we're both enjoying it. Um, we started the first episode of Andor. 
Okay. And uh, I like how Tim says it, so we put it on. Uh huh. And he he says, "Oh, so this is like connecting uh, two different stories." I said, "Well, what do you mean it's connecting two different stories?" <laughs> yeah. Like, well, he goes, see. "Well, it's a conjunction." I said, "A conjunction." He's like, <laughs> "Conjunction, junction." What's your? He's fun? like, "And yeah. or." Uh, <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, okay, I got you." He's like, "Yeah, it's either." And whatever's going to happen or whatever happens. You know, he's kind of trying to explain it away. I thought, okay, that's, no, that's nice. clever. That's nice. clever. And then uh, we watched Home Alone. So the boys, first time they saw that, good Christmas movie. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of where we are with things. Take that, you filthy animal. <laughs> yeah. Keep the change, you <laughs> filthy animal. Uh, what was that called? What was that game? Was the thing called the little uh, speak and say whatever? Oh, I don't remember. No, he had it like on a v- he had it like on a VCR or something. He was fast forwarding around. Oh, I'm thinking of the next one, the one in New York, where he put it on a he put it on a little talk, a uh, little like a Walkman that had a voice recorder on it. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, you know, I I learned tonight too that there's four of these things. Yes, yes. How many times are you leaving the same kid home? <laughs> you think you learn? Well, the first so the first one is Home Alone, and then the second one's in New York, and then the third one's a different kid, and then the fourth one is some British kid, and it's a. a you know too much about this. Well, the fourth one we just had to we're putting on uh, Disney Channel, so oh okay, we've had to, we've had to do a little uh, promotion for that. <laughs> yeah, it you know it's funny though where. The first one was funny and cute and Joe Pesci and all that stuff. It was good. And a little heartfelt with the old man in the the church or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. But then, I don't know. Do you have to go three more? New, New York. I think New York was fun. I like the New York uh, hotel. Okay. Maybe we'll have to watch that one then. The only, the only, the only low point of New York is it has Trump in it. So, you know. He's in the movie? <laughs> He's in the movie. Oh, the God. <laughs> but it's just very, very quick cameo, so it's all right. Oh, okay. Is he orange in that one? <laughs> oh, when is he not? Come on. <laughs> when is he not? It's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, so that's it. You know, The Watcher and or in Home Alone. So then... Uh, so The Watcher is a recommend for you? So far, yeah. I mean, we're not done with it, so it could make a twist or a turn that just makes it, like, super ridiculous and stuff. I don't know yet, but it's it's okay. So there are a handful of mornings where Anne's going to work out later in the day or she doesn't want to get up at 5 o'clock when I go to run on the treadmill. Is she not into suspense? She does not like anything scary, anything remotely scary. No, she's a hard no. I'll watch one. I'll watch one and see if we can get into it. It's just suspenseful is all. Okay. All right. Like, it's not horror. Yeah. They're not showing, like, anything gruesome. There's really no, like, jump scares. It's none of that kind of stuff. It's just, like... An intriguing story that's just kind of creepy. So here, here's a couple more things we've been watching. So we tried to watch Lupin, which is a French uh, heist series. Okay. But <laughs> the voice actors that they got to dub this French thing do not match the timber of the actors that are portraying it. So you know what I mean? You sure that's not your receiver? <laughs> we're watching this in the in the in the gym so it's a completely different television. gotcha okay. um but it's just so off-putting that we just were like we watched 10 minutes of it and we're like we're, we're out of there so we're watching uh fire of love okay which is a documentary on nat geo which is in disney plus and it's about this 
other French couple who all they did their whole lives as a couple was chase uh, volcanoes around the huh. world. And they chased volcanoes. Like wherever they would erupt, they would go and see them or something? Yeah, they would go there. One wow. was a, one was a ca- uh, volcanic chemist. And the other was a volcanologist, like a vulcan geolo- volcanologist, ge- geologist or whatever. And basically, they just filmed and uh, photographed and took samples from every single uh, volcano they could get to their ho- over their whole lives. Man, I mean, I, I'm assuming they, li- they, they lived long and prospered. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, I mean, luckily they did. I mean, they had tons and tons of footage and stuff. So we're about we're about uh, half an hour into that one of our, one session in, so it's interesting. I did tell her I did tell her with with the voiceover and with this this is not one of those things that we could do on the trainer and at night because the minute you put this on at night I'm falling asleep exactly so yeah. slow and so you know and just even the French accents on the dub on part of the English stuff uh. is oh and it's it's a lot of subtitles so it's it's hard you know you gotta you gotta stay in in it but it felt a little like a Wes Anderson movie you know <laughs> right they all, they all have their red hats on like Jacques <laughs> Cousteau it, it was like life aquatic but with volcanoes oh, so I'm just like I'm like this is kind of funny but you know we know it's you know romantically tragic they did both die in a volcano no <laughs> like, spoiler alert man <laughs> I think it's in the trailer. I think it's, you know, it's, oh, it's, it's okay. known. Wow. They, they say it very early on in the movie. Well, that's like the climber dude who died in the climbing accident or yeah, something. And right. you don't, yeah. Although that's a spoiler because you don't see, you don't know what's going to happen until like the last five minutes of the whole thing. And you're like, <laughs> what? Um, so that's fun. And then, so like I said, sometimes I go out to run on the treadmill and Anne doesn't want to get up. So those sessions, I watch Archer and man. Talk about titillating. Forget James Bond. What's Archer now? Archer is, I think it's on Hulu as well. Oh, Archer. I thought, okay, because I said, oh, The Watcher. Ted was talking about The Watcher. I guess it was Archer. <laughs> Archer. Okay. Archer. See, <laughs> so you watched The Watcher because you, you, misheard, you misremembered Archer? <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's almost. I'm like, ah, like, oh, Ted thought said this was good. We're watching it. I'm like, I can't wait this to doesn't... talk to you about it. You're like, I never saw it. I'm like, wait, what? So Archer is about a uh, a secret agent, much in the form of James Bond. Okay, who is actually an idiot. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so what platform? I think it's Hulu. Do you still have Hulu or no? No, we don't. But we, I mean, we you might know. get it. You're again. gonna you're gonna get it back. You're gonna get it back when you get um. When that Handmaid's Tale comes back around, yeah, probably it's coming. It's coming soon. But yeah, Archer, man, Whew. talk about titillating. This thing is like it gets you amped up. Good, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah, so, nothing like five thirty in the morning running on a treadmill. Uh, yeah, <laughs> titillating. To go, go wake up the wife when you get back in the house. That's it, man. That's <laughs> it. I got ten minutes before the kids wake up. Come on, I'm sweaty. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Uh, but a lot of a lot of busty naked cartoon ladies, and they aren't they aren't naked. Like you, there's no there's no true nudity, but a lot of butts <laughs> of both men and women. Wait, it's all animated? It's all animation. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think you told me about that. And it's okay. and but they are they are drawn to the T. Wow. <laughs> 
Wow. I'll send you some screenshots. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I might uh, I might not sleep tonight. <laughs> Uh, All right, man. Well, I know you have uh, a lot of busyness to tend to for that's right, headshots or something and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so I'll let you get to uh, ironing clothes. Okay, thank you. And getting yourself ready. So we are. Uh, and then we got. And then we got to pack for our pack for our trip back east for Thanksgiving. Yeah. So you're leaving when? We leave Tuesday morning at five o'clock in the morning. And you show up back in L.A. when? And we're back in L.A. Well, the family's back in L.A. on Sunday. Wait, you fly out at 5 a.m.? Or you get... Or, 5 a.m. on Tuesday. No, the, that that's the flight or... Yeah. Oh, my God. So you got to leave the house at like 3 in the morning or something. Yeah. Frank Frank's taking us at 3. No, 2 in the morning. No, 3 is good. 3 is good. That's two hours. No, but the but the airport doesn't open till four. Burbank? No, no, LAX. Wait a minute. I mean, the kiosks are open all the, but TSA does not open till four. So wait, they always tell you get there two hours ahead of time. I know. Well, not not if you have a flight at five fifteen, you can't get there two hours. Oh, <laughs> well, I guess so. Okay. TSA opens at four. We can supposedly do the kiosk check-ins anytime we want. So so Frank's taking us at three. I always thought airports. Ran 24-7. I know. Me too. But I, I guess TSA does not. Huh. Interesting. Must be a union job. <laughs> man, so you got the old man up at three in the morning. I told him we'd take an Uber. We, we, you know, I don't. He, come on. He's up at three o'clock. Yeah. He'll, <laughs> he's like. It's like his like third struggling. tea of the night. Yeah. He's struggling to go back to sleep for another hour. Squeeze a half hour out of it. Yeah. You know? Man, so but yeah, so I told him I said we we can take an Uber. It's super early. He's like, no, when is it? You know, yeah. So really quick, how'd your beer finish? My beer finished early. If I finished halfway through the episode, it was so crisp and light and very very nice. It was a it was it was a well worth the the the, the taste. Yeah, I finished mine a minute ago too. Nice, good. Glad you had a good beer. And uh, yeah, mine was great. Suggestion, by the way. Good, good. <laughs> Yeah, my mine was amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. As it warmed, it got a little bit more bitter. Okay. So when it was colder, it was less bitter, but creamy the whole way through, chocolate the whole way through. I mean, it was yeah, it was really good. So um, so it went from like a sixty percent cacao to an eighty. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put that. I think I think you nice. nailed it there. So yeah, it was it was wonderful. So awesome. All right, Ted. Well, you guys have a, a good and safe trip and have a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. You too. All right. And everyone out there, have a happy Thanksgiving and be thankful for uh, what you have, no matter how much or how little. There you go. Good good advice. See you. All right, Ted. You have a good night, man. Bye. Next week, join Jim and Ted as they disarm another Hollywood bomb or marketing masterpiece. Remember, the holy trinity of podcasting. Subscribe, like, share. Special thanks to Jeremy Kent Jackson for the voiceover and Rogelio for the music.